know for Tuesday, June 22, the 173rd day of 2021. There are 192 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will also have the return of the water cooler question, your chance to win. Better sharpen up your thinker. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. He is the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio Newshawk Award, the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Snap. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Um, wait, two weeks away from the All Star Game. Three weeks oh, away gosh. from the All Star Game. I'm. Uh, I see. I was up until almost 1 a.m. watching baseball last night yeah. and had my heart broken. Uh-huh. So you know, I I gotta have my 12 hours of mourning before the, <laughs> okay. b- before I can think about baseball yet again. Well, I was wondering if you had decided whether Alex Otani in the Shohei uh, in the um, uh, in the home run derby was a good thing or not. Shohei Otani? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, does he go by Alex? Uh, he had. I saw a piece oh, really? on him on CBS. Huh. Uh, I didn't know that. On, and see, uh, you being the American League, I'm a National mm-hmm. League. I don't know much about him. Are um, you surprised they're allowing him to do it? Why not? Well, I, He's hitting at, home runs. As a fan, I say why not. But yeah, it's just I mean, one of those, as a pitcher, you know, it's they, they try and... They treat those pitchers like trailer queens sometimes. you got to yeah, keep them up off I mean, the ground so they don't get I'm hurt. I'm fine with whatever they decide. You're all right with it? Yeah. yeah. I guess the Midsummer it's Classic and it's is in a Colorado, so it couple be good. of weeks away. Yeah, that is absolutely true. Beach is on assignment today, so we say good morning. First Baptist Church, Litchfield knows him as their worship and discipleship minister. Their name's Yukon Cornelius. The Internal Revenue Service knows him as Dennis C. Cook. We know him as Yukon Cornelius. Morning, Humble Bumble. What's happening? Welcome back. Thanks for having me back. It's been a while. Two days in a row. I was not here <laughs> yesterday, so uh, I know you all are probably like, well, we're already off and running on our work week. That's I, right. I'm not off and running on mine yet. Uh, today feels like a Monday so far, except you're here over there, so it feels like Tuesday, but you weren't here last week because yes. you had vacation Bible school, which Ooh. I trust went well. It was awesome. And uh, yesterday was the deferred kickoff to summer. Yes. The official, the Sheriff Chaffin's kickoff to summer thing from was scheduled yesterday has been deferred until tomorrow, and I'm completely confused. Yes. What day is it? All I know is the All-Star Game is on July 13th. July 13th. That's the date. So what's that? Still, what, three weeks away or so. So, uh, all right. I think we should do the Sheriff Chaffin's annual summer thing as the official brand. And do that every year. Just call it the annual summer thing from. Sheriff I like Chaffin's. that <laughs> creativity. It's all right. That's good. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't mind it. Sounds okay to me. Uh, that is tomorrow. Yes, it is tomorrow. Eleven to one. First couple of hundred kids, fifteen and under. Uh, private event at uh, Cook Ranch Shaved Ice in Southgate Mall. That's right. And um, stop, meet the sheriff and Yukon and all of the gang. And- I'd like to sit in one of the cars in the front seat. 
<laughs> for a change. <laughs> Near the sirens and push the buttons, though. I'm just, I, that, I've ridden the back of one before. <laughs> you want to see how much different it looks from the windshield instead of through the cage? <laughs> I've never been in the back of one, for the record. <laughs> okay. Not even temporarily? No. Not even just to see? They're, no, they're always They're not like, very comfortable. Hey, do you want to see something back here? I never fall for that, you know. <laughs> I had a good, we were talking about that being delayed because of the rain. Uh, I was at a Kentucky Chamber of Commerce uh, outing yesterday uh, as part of the Kentucky Broadcasters Association. And so I spent my day just, you know, in complete misery Uh-oh. at uh, Bahala Golf Club in, oh, in Louisville. Are you kidding it was rough. Me? It was, it's a tough life. Um, but one of my, one of my favorite courses, probably my second favorite course on earth. Uh, Pebble Beach would probably be in the top five as well, but I uh, had an opportunity to play Valhalla again. I've been blessed. That was the third time I've been able to play it, but I've been there for a couple of PGAs and uh, for the Ryder Cup. So it's um, I, I haven't played a lot of golf in the last uh, you know, 10, 12 years, but I was not going to pass on an opportunity to be there and just enjoy the experience. And so... How'd you play? I played better than I thought that I would early on, but I just don't have any endurance, you know, any strength. So mm-hmm. I ran out of steam pretty quick. But uh, even throughout the round, I was putting pretty well. It's, uh, you know, well, it's you, probably, I mean, yeah, those it's, greens are. <laughs> once you get adjusted, I mean, if you can pick a line and pick a speed, really all you've got to do is get the ball rolling. And yeah, in I've, most cases, then you're okay. I've never been able to walk a course like, I mean, because I know that even the nicest public course can't hold it, you know, mm-hmm. to a Valhalla or an Augusta. No. Uh, and I got excited being in the pro shop in, or in the clubhouse, too, and realizing the PGA Championship is back there in 2024. Because uh, inside the cupola, if you see the if you see the iconic uh, clubhouse from the top of the hill there, and it's kind of like got 360-degree views, inside the cupola at the top, they've got all of the majors that have been hosted there. And then the oh, last cool. one is 2024 PGA Championship. So it got me excited. I can't wait to be back so here. Phil will be... T- 53 winning, right? <laughs> I guess that. I guess that'll be. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe even Tiger will get to play by 2024. Uh, but uh, nice day. It reminded me of the U.S. Open, uh, which we'll talk about later on in the show. Ran across something that funny that happened for some viewers out in the Midwest. Uh, but another major. I've also been blessed to play Tory Pines. Uh, it's been really? over 20 years ago. It's been nearly 25 years ago since I was able to play it. But I did play it when I was in Southern California. Uh, on a trip, so it uh, has been has been nice. But I will tell you, I am still kind of uh, riding high. I know you all talked about it yesterday and spent some time, but I kind of wanted to offer my input. Uh, I got to spend what I thought was a great Sunday. Uh, I got to spend uh, Sunday morning uh, in church and visiting with my dad and had a quick uh, lunch with my dad and then scrambled uh, back off home for the uh, B-25 honor flight that Came into our community on Sunday afternoon, and I've just I've enjoyed watching the video package that you put together, Sam. This was kind of the highlight of my Sunday. If you're watching this video on the initial final approach of the B-25 show me into the Grayson County Airport, I took that video. And so, well, it's the, I took this one as well. But there's an initial one that has the sound to it of those engines roaring in right. and buzzes by for the first time. And I was like, this is it. I will tell you from where I was standing, it looked like I might want to duck. Mm. Like I was like, ooh, <laughs> she's coming right at me. But anyway, it was wonderful to see those veterans uh, honored and the, their opportunity to go on that flight and what nearly 400 people is what i was uh, is what i was reading 
which was by far the largest crowd of oh. their of their honor flight. Oh, by far. I was talking with them yesterday, the day before, and we blew it out of the water. The, but just watching this again, I was there. But watching this again on that footage mm-hmm. just brings a smile to my face. I'm so happy that we got to participate in that, and it made it, you know, uh, if you just think about uh, on Father's Day, yeah. it, it, these are our forefathers mm-hmm. that went and paid the price in World War II and served our nation and changed the course of history. And so there's just something about on yeah. that being extra special. And I'm sure there were lots of dads with sons there that were able to uh, spend the day. So it was just nice. And it yes. was hot. It was, wasn't it a perfect day for shaved ice? Oh my goodness. It was perfect. <laughs> Everybody else thought it, so too. It, it was really hot. We started at, uh, 12 and we looked up and it was like three fifteen. Uh, yes. The day, the afternoon got away from it. Like we were just busy watching. Yeah. Well, see, it was interesting because there was a busy portion that I looked around and I turn around and, Oh, there's, there's good old Yukon Cornelius standing right there. And he even <laughs> mentioned something that Sarah's probably not going to be happy with me because I've left her alone <laughs> in the trailer. Off. <laughs> You've abandoned your post. <laughs> yeah. That's that's frowned upon. Just ask those veterans. Yes. Yes. It is yes. not, yes, sir. Uh, it is not acceptable. You, <laughs> so uh, great for them and a wonderful, wonderful event. Yes. And thank you to the community for showing up and supporting as well in very impressive numbers. It You, you did not mistake it. When the B-25 engines, mm-hmm. when those twin engines fired up, you knew exactly what it was. Yes. There was other aircraft in and out of oh, there. sure. You kind of like, oh. but You thought, was that a breeze? You a knew. Other, other <laughs> aircraft came through. You knew what was show me. But we were in the trailer, and it was like, we should maybe get out of the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's loud. Yeah. Uh, this morning, when I raised the garage door to walk around, get in the vehicle, and uh, leave the house, when I raised the garage door, cool air hit me, and I thought, what a beautiful morning. Mm. And we have settled into what's going to be a really nice pattern for the next two days. Uh, we'll get highs and lows will remain quite a bit below normal until Thursday. And then we'll see more of a humid setup this weekend with scattered thunderstorms. That's kind of been the norm. We've had some nice weekdays the last couple of weeks. You know, Tuesdays and Wednesdays been mm-hmm. very nice. And then warms back up in time to spend some time at the lake. Uh, partly cloudy today, high of 77. Picture perfect. Mostly clear, 56 tonight, mostly sunny, and 82 tomorrow. If you like it a little on the warmer side, you'll like tomorrow a little bit better than today. But low humidity, it's going to be nice. The United States hitting a milestone yesterday that the deaths related to COVID-19 in our country have dipped below 300 a day for the first time since the early days of the disaster in March 2020. And the drive to put shots in arms approached another encouraging milestone yesterday. 150 million Americans fully vaccinated. 150 fully vaccinated. The uh, Biden administration, I believe, is going to certainly miss their goal of getting to the 200, which they said. And we knew that was a lofty goal at the time by July 1st. But I I guess um, certainly making making progress. I saw about 45 percent of the U.S. population has been fully vaccinated. Grayson County's number, I think, uh, last week was lagging behind that. About 38% uh, was what what was being reported. But yesterday, statewide, I think about 150 new COVID-19 positives and three COVID-19-related deaths reported. I think I heard that on KNN News last hour, so uh, things looking better. I haven't seen the positivity rate, but uh, 1.6 average daily cases per capita so 
when it, if we're not at a hundred thousand population, you got one point six, then you can kind of do the math and say we're going. In Grayson County, it appears now we're going days without having a positive case. Mm -hmm. And so I will be happy when in our nation we get to days without deaths related uh, to it. The AAA is reporting that gas prices are lower in western Kentucky as the national average starts to decrease. And go all the way back to the uh, outcomes of the election being reported and gas prices started uh, to make a climb up to the point where they got to a climax just after Memorial Day, and maybe they are receding a little bit, but they're not going to go back to where they were. I got uh, I was in Louisville yesterday, and it got my attention three thirteen a gallon for regular unleaded in um, in uh, Jefferson County yesterday. It was Eastern Jefferson County, but the Western Kentucky Central Average is at two eighty two, and I hit a point the other day on my fill up. When I got to a nice round number, I was like, ooh, this this is this has my attention again. I hearken back to March or April of last year. One day, thanks to some reward savings, I still have their picture of it somewhere mm-hmm. where I bought gasoline for seven cents a gallon. Wow. And I don't think I'm ever gonna be in that situation. I hope I'm not gonna be in that situation. Because that means again. something's not good is happening. I means something is definitely as, bad. As I put it though, is when I started driving it was like four fifty a gallon. Because it was when it was really, oh, really high. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? It, can, it could always be worse. Well, this is eye-opening to those who are like 17 and 18 years old who mm-hmm. have spent their quote-unquote lifetime driving under very cheap gas prices. And all of a sudden, they're paying $35 yeah. or 40 and they're freaking out. They're getting a shock. Uh-huh. They? Do you yeah. remember what it was when you started driving? Because, I mean, mine was like four, four fifty, something like that. It was uh, a... Um, seems like maybe it was in the dollar and a quarter range Mm -hmm. or, uh, I remember because I worked in the, I worked in the gasoline distribution industry for a couple of years, uh, worked third shift at, at, uh, Fastway. Okay. That's gasoline. I had to stick tanks. I had to stick tanks to to know, but I, it was a period of time when we sold farm diesel and farm diesel, because it didn't have taxes paid on it, it was under a dollar a gallon. So mm-hmm. relative to gasoline, I think that's about what it was. I, I wasn't in the below a dollar range. It was above a dollar, but it might have been 10, 15, 20 in that range. But the hot, most I've ever paid, I paid $6.50 a gallon for gasoline. But that was in a very remote. That, yes, that was not un, under normal circumstances, but I've seen it almost equally that expensive in the San Francisco area. Well, and that was even been some time ago. It's wow. expensive in California without a doubt. Speaking of traveling and gas prices and roads, the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety is partnering with law enforcement agencies across the state in a new anti-speeding highway safety campaign. Not so fast Kentucky is the name of the effort which runs through July 10th including the 4th of July holiday weekend being funded by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. According to the KOHS, crash reports and citation data indicates 31% of crashes in Kentucky involve speeding or aggressive driving with men making up 66% of those speed-related <laughs> crashes. Not so fast, Kentucky. That's offensive. I, I only think of Lee, Lee Corso. That's the only thing I can think of. Not so fast, yeah, my friend. Not, so, not fast. so fast, my friend. You're only offended by that because um, it probably is impactful. A- accurate. Well, that's irrelevant to the case. I think. <laughs> um, some Kentuckians are saying ticks are more plentiful than ever this year, and some states are having one of their 
worst tick seasons ever. But uh, it's too soon to declare that definitively for Kentucky, but largely because we've only been really studying tick surveillance for about three years. So while some pro forma is established, it's hard to say if it's better or worse, but it sounds like it's plentiful. So there are some... um, Kentucky has three primary ticks. That's the black-legged tick, Lone Star tick, or the American dog tick, wood tick is what some people call it. I did notice there are ways to protect yourself from ticks, and there's a lengthy list like walk in the center of walking trails, wear long pants tucked into boots, tick repellent, etc., I would have just gone to the top of the list and just said, stay indoors. <laughs> yes, abstinence is your best friend. Just, just stay inside. Just stay inside. <laughs> uh, no, but we can't do that. you got to get out and enjoy. I did see, though, to kill ticks on clothing, tumble dry for 10 minutes or wash them in hot water. So roasted tick mm, is the way yum. to it. Mm. Sounds so, so well, appetizing. Mm-hmm. You ought to be updating your menu board. <laughs> Shaved ice. Okay. Next thing you Tick know. Health department. That was a joke. Yeah. I did not say that. In cicada. Oh, yeah. Might as well go all in on the cicadas yeah. as well. Okay. Hold we on. Did. I'm going to write this down. Not sprinkle to, it on top. Not going to get to do it. Sprinkles. Not going to get to do it again for 17 years. <laughs> the Supreme Court decided unanimously yesterday that the NCAA cannot enforce rules limiting education-related benefits like computers and paid internships that colleges offer to student-athletes. The case doesn't decide whether students can be paid salaries, but instead the ruling will help determine whether schools decide to offer athletes tens of thousands of dollars in those benefits for things including tutoring, study abroad programs, and graduate scholarships. The high court agreed with a group of former college athletes that the NCAA limits on the education-related benefits that colleges can offer athletes who play Division I basketball and football are unenforceable. Justice Neil Gorsuch wrote that the court uh, wrote the court that the NCAA sought immunity for the normal operation of the antitrust laws, which the court declined to grant. So, it's not completely damaging for the NCAA because it still gives them some control. But what it sounds like to me, Samuel, you're probably more studied on this than I am. It kind of removes the barriers between students and student athletes. Yeah, to keep them I from being treated differently. Fair way to put it academically, right? Yeah, I mean, it's going to open up the NIL, which is saying, long story short, that if if Cash Daniels, an example for UK, wanted to get a sponsorship from a car dealership in Lexington, then he could get a sponsorship while he plays for UK. And for if you're a UK fan, you want to be for this because that will keep a lot of these players wanting them to come to Kentucky because you know that there's a lot of money out there for some of these UK guys. I mean, think about how much money Anthony Davis could have made while he was in Lexington. Yeah, I'll be interesting to see. Uh, I don't. I don't have a. I know the. I know the premise in which we've operated college athletics under throughout my entire lifetime, and I can't say it's perfect. But with a lot of things, I am fearful of where we'll be in five to ten years if we cross this bridge. And I'm not saying we, I'm not saying we shouldn't. I've not been in that situation. Not a college athlete. Don't know what it's like. Uh, can't can't walk in their shoes, et cetera. But I do have some level of concerns. I know we're looking for good here, but will we get good in the end? And how will it change? How will it blur the lines between amateurism and professionalism? But I also still maintain 
that when our daughter went to the University of Kentucky and got educated, she was at liberty in her field of specialty to earn any amount of money that she could while she was a college student. And so depriving college students in other walks of life from doing that. I, I, and that's that's the part right there. Like somebody can't get a paid internship if they're an athlete. Yeah. Right. Which is – that I don't – because that has nothing to do with – I mean if somebody like – if they're on the track and field team, more than likely they're, there's not a professional route unless they're going to be an Olympian. Why shouldn't they be able to get a internship at GE or something like that? Yeah, the, the whole thing is kind of being held hostage because of an elite group of athletes, whereas you've got 98% of athletes at the NCAA level that it will be fine if they earn – money it's just that creme de la creme that they're trying to they're trying to not have a whole lot of lebron james's mm. in the ncaa is what what i would presume that they're trying to do and lastly this segment a wanted texas man hid in a chicken coop to evade police <laughs> they they'll never think to look in the chicken coop no. And, so, when, and when you run the dog's gonna pick up on the scent for sure it's a brilliant plan They'll never think to look in the chicken coop. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Dennis Cook is our guest co-host today. Hang around. You're on In the Know. Today is World Rainforest Day. It's Chocolate Eclair Day. Ooh, yeah. It is Onion Rings Day today. Okay. okay. All right, let's go. We talked about our onion ring tower, you know. That's right. We had onion rings on Saturday, as a matter of fact, so it's nice to have a a change of pace. Today is also the day we say good morning again to Lacey Bowen from the Luttrell Staffing Group. Good morning, Lacey. Welcome back. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. You are back in Litchfield today for another great event for the Bell Cheese hiring event at the Center on Main. I, I presume you're there, what, 10 to 2 today? You have presumed correctly. We're just calling it our our second office location these days. <laughs> well, it's going to be a beautiful day, low humidity. You can't really blame anything on the weather as the reason not to be there. But you've got some really attractive opportunities with uh, Bell Cheese. Kind of explain the process that you're doing today at uh, at the Center on Main. Okay, yeah. So we just want to help everybody work local at Bell Cheese. So if you are interested in working at Bell Cheese here in Grayson County, you're going to come to um, the center on Main today. You're going to bring two forms of ID with you. Typically, that looks like um, a driver's license and social security card. And um, these are, Mark, these are entry-level positions, so you don't have to have, you know, if you've never really worked in production or factory before, um, we can set you through that process. Um you know, we try to make it just as easy as possible. So you're going to do the first part of your um, orientation interview with us today, and then we will schedule you for the second part of the orientation later on. It is a, you mentioned entry-level positions, but for a lot of people, it may be an entry-level position where you don't realize that at entry-level, you could earn such a great wage between 13 and 35 an hour. You'd be off to a good start, wouldn't you? Yes, sir. I mean, these are pay rates like we have never seen before. They did a big pay increase um, a, a couple months ago, and it's 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 a very attractive job for little to no experience 
I mean, just don't let that hold you back. And even if you have worked at Bell Cheese in the past, you could still be eligible to return there. Very good. So the first part of the process will be in Litchfield today. Uh, I guess it suffice to say you'll walk out uh, if you qualify and you, et cetera, you'll walk out with a job today. And when you walk out, you'll have your next steps established on how soon you'll be being productive, et cetera. You, but you all will figure that all out today if people stop by. That's right. You know, this is a hiring event. We want to um, do as much onboarding today as possible, and then we'll schedule the rest later. There are two primary ways as well if you can't get to the center on Main today between 10 and 2. Uh, LuttrellStaffingGroup.com, I think LStaff.com is probably also still available. But we've been focusing the last couple of weeks that socially, from a Facebook standpoint, is also a way to make connections with, with your group. How do we find you on Facebook? Yeah, you're just going to search Luttrell Staffing E-Town Office on Facebook. We would love to connect with you there. You can message us. You can um, check the posts for more information. And, of course, if, if you love your job, if you don't need to work, chances are you know somebody who is looking for a job. And this is just going to be one of their best opportunities. So please, you know, like, follow, share those posts, and, and tell all your friends. Very good. Lacey, you all have a, hope you have a very productive day again here in Litchfield. That's 10 to noon at the Center on Main Luttrell Staffing Group, Belchie's hiring event, making 13 to 35 an hour. We'll talk to you again very soon, Lacey. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. There you go. Still great opportunities with Bell Brands. D- Dennis, were you over there looking up onion ring recipes? I actually was. I'm I knew thinking you were. I was looking up dipping sauce. <laughs> really? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. A good, like, mm-hmm. remoulade sauce would be mm, kind see, of See, the restaurant I worked at, we had Chipotle Ranch, and that was my so go-to. Ketchup only. Ketchup only. Do you like a spicy ketchup? No, absolutely not. You're a purist. Yes. Did you all get to watch the end of the U.S. Open? No, I I honestly forgot about it. I don't watch golf. I was listening was to the tennis? end of it because I was in. Well, there is a U.S. Open in tennis, but it's in August. Um, so oh, it's June. Okay. Yes, it is. It is still June, but it'll be September and August before you before you know. Uh, in this day and time, when television affiliates have to break into programming, for those of you that aren't. Louisville's a really good example. Grayson County is at the extreme edge of what's called the DMA, okay, the designated market area. So there are areas in southern Indiana that also fall in that DMA. So there are things that happen weather-wise in southern Indiana that no one in Grayson County is concerned about. They're not involved in it. They're not in danger, et cetera. But yet the stations have to react because of things that might be going on with people in their other portions of their viewing area. But if you're watching one of your favorite shows <laughs> and then they cut in right, right at that moment, you go, ah, oh, why did, and then they do side, they're trying, they've been trying to do side by side. Well, if I can't hear the show, it doesn't do me any good mm-hmm. to see the show. Right. So increasingly because of over-the-top, and over-the-top is when you can get network programming without an affiliate involved, you can use an app, you can use whatever it might be. There are ways, and so it's freed television stations up to do more cut-ins to extreme local coverage, knowing that you have an outlet to go find their network coverage that you might be, that might be being disrupted. But then there are also times 
when you might have people in the control room that don't care anything about golf and just decide that it's time to do something else. So viewers in Iowa had the U.S. Open interrupted at the worst possible time. This is Louis Oosthuizen, okay. who is at a very, very important part of 17th hole. Of right? 17th hole where it's, this is make it or break it. He makes this. Oh, he, oh. And we, <laughs> <laughs> so John Rahm is already in the clubhouse. John Rahm birdied the last two holes. And now we're waiting to see what Louie does at 17. And Louie's about to make bogey here at 17, except That's viewers awesome. in Iowa still don't know how That's it turned awesome. out. Because the ball is literally six inches from the cup, and the cutaway starts. <laughs> now, live from Action News or whatever. This is like the Ron Burgundy channel. <laughs> Guys, we got a couple of raindrops coming in. We hate to interrupt everything, but it may start to rain here in just a minute. I mean... There's cutting in. If they had just waited one second longer, it wouldn't have been as bad. Because it's hilarious. Once, well, that, one second longer, you would have known that he bogeyed it and had to eagle 18 in order to force And even if they would have done it a second earlier, it wouldn't have been as bad because yeah. it was literally just getting ready to enter in. Just had yeah, no. I love Lamp was back in the production room. <laughs> just brick. Steve Carell. Uh, you know, now viewers, and I don't want to insult anyone. The viewers in Iowa, okay, what was it, a household of two watching this? U- I mean, I'm not a golf guy. Were there a lot of people watching this? Is oh, this yeah. a major event? Yes. As a matter of fact, it was a really? major event. There are four of them in golf, and this four is probably majors, the second and this biggest is one of them. Probably well, second biggest. Well, depending upon who you ask, globally, probably this would be bigger this would be the second largest behind the Open. So mm-hmm. the British Open is just referred to as the Open Championship. Okay. No, it's the British Open. But Americans, as we <laughs> Americans call it, the British yes. Open. Because okay. we're pointing over there going, na 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 na. That's the British Open, and we have the U.S. Open. Here at home, the Masters, the Masters is number one. Followed by, I think, the PGA Championship. Really? See, I would say I PGA is last. Followed by the U.S. Open. I'm with the production guys on this one, though. You are? Yeah. They're yeah, awesome. You are. And then I have gone all in on the U.S. Olympic trials. We stand? No, you don't have to stand for this one. Just uh, just the national anthem and the hallelujah chorus. Is My old Kentucky home. Is all, yeah, you, you probably need to stand for that one. As a colonel. I've been watching the swimming from Omaha and the track and field from Oregon. Getting familiar with the athletes making Team USA, who will be going on There's over a decent amount of Kentucky to Tokyo. Too. There are some Kentucky connections in there as well, both track and field mm-hmm. and in swimming. So I've been very excited. And the trials have been exciting. The track and field trials continue over the next couple of days. Um, I think maybe through the weekend is when the final selections are made. Shot put discus the hammer throw steeplechase which is really like humans like horses where they go over these hurdles and through water and Mm -hmm. it's very exciting but now i'm learning japan is going to completely fumble the olympics oh boy tokyo's olympics will only allow ten thousand domestic spectators vaccination levels in japan are so low they're not allowing any international travel so it's home field advantage for the Japanese athletes entirely. 
you know, in any track and field meet, the Olympics are very uh, internationally diverse. People will travel, and there will be contingents. Now, I will presume that there are going to be some small family units, maybe, that the American athletes are able to take with them as part of their entourage. But basically, when you hear the cheering in the stadium, it's just going to be for the Japanese athletes. Unless there's Americans that live in Japan. Yeah, but are there enough of those? And if you've only got 10,000 opportunities, will Mm -hmm. there be enough that I don't know? So I'm just a little bit, I'm unsure now if the Olympics are going to be a letdown. And I'll look back and go, the trials were the most fun part because there was mm-hmm. lots of cheering. and Well, like know. I touched on last week or whenever it was, the letdown for me is going to be that we're the primetime events happened 12 hours prior or something along the lines of that. You know, mm-hmm. the 7 o'clock NBC, whenever they play it, it's going to be tough because we're going to know what already happened. Sure. The opening ceremonies are going to be Friday evening, July 23rd, I think is what okay. uh, I have on my have on my calendar. So we'll- what about 8 a.m. our time? Technically. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that. You know, NBC will repackage it and mm-hmm. show it in prime time. So there won't be any spoilers for that. Although there is one small spoiler. Does who, Who's going to light the torch? Because there's some speculation that it could be Hideki Matsui because he won the Masters this year. So I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Headline I read this morning, research indicates a 25-hour work week may be the future. The future? I have a feeling it's the present. <laughs> We're just not acknowledging it. Hmm. Like when you when you remove all the distractions and you distill it down, twenty five hours might be ambitious at this point. But I don't I don't know. This headline also <laughs> amused me: the most popular tattoos by state. I had fun diving deep into this earlier. Some of them were troubling. I'll just go ahead and tell you, in Kentucky, it's Disney tattoos. That's the highest but that, that's percentage. Least, that's fine. I was yeah. like, well, I mean, it could 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 be worse. I was thinking Popeye, like the anchor on the forearm or Arizona. Mom, Mom. Or what are we talking about with Arizona here? Shia LaBeouf. You, do, do you, does well, everybody I, in Arizona have Shia LaBeouf uh, tattoos? Uh, uh, but what is it was, holes or is it Transformers, Shia? <laughs> which was one? a little bit Indiana Jones to me was... In Tennessee, it's home tattoos. So what do, what do you mean? Like the the state of Tennessee as your – like a silhouette of the state? Is it your actual house? Do, do people get their actual house tattooed on their, on their arm? Like I don't know what that is. I do appreciate Oklahoma though. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> Misspelled. Yeah. Uh, wedding band tattoos in Virginia. Does that say Biden tattoo? Yep. And then you got Pennsylvania's Bernie tattoos. And then you've got uh, wedding tattoos are in North Carolina, actually. Chain tattoos are in Virginia. Mississippi has the Trump tattoos. South Carolina, Clemson. Well, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, no doesn't shock. surprise me. That's I, why I'm almost surprised that Kentucky's not UK tattoos. I'm kind of surprised that Disney has edged out UK as well. There's a couple mm-hmm. COVID on there, too. Yeah, yeah Maine. I don't, I don't know if I Wyoming. This. This I think if I'm going to pick one, I'm going to go sheep. Not the Shia LaBeouf? No, sheep. I think you could pull off a Shia LaBeouf on your left bicep. Oh, good. Yes. An elephant ran through the kitchen wall to swipe a Thai family's food. If you've had Thai food, you'll know it's very aromatic. So, yes, mm-hmm. it would attract an elephant from miles and miles away. I've been as hungry as a pachyderm from time mm-hmm. to time, but I've never crashed through a Thai family's wall to so get there. Should Kool-Aid contact yes, their see. representative? 
Oh, yeah. Did he say, oh, yeah, when he came in? Mm-hmm. You know that he did. Okay. And the e-scooter rider tried to join a motorway. You've seen these people riding these e-scooters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got somebody out on a busy, like, four, six, eight-lane highway with traffic doing 70 miles an hour. Right. And this guy is trying to ride. It, it's not even a bike lane. He's just trying to find his way. Uh-huh. And I, <laughs> would, Dennis, would you do this? Uh-uh. No, I wouldn't ride that on a sidewalk in Litchfield. (laughs) (laughs) It is troubling that this guy was attempting to do that. You can find that video online if you want to see it again and know more about it. No relation to Scooter McBrickstone, by the way. Uh, Thanks for the uh, disclaimer. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. The water cooler question is on the way. Your chance to win. Hang around. You're only in the know. Did you know, annually, there are about 60,000 trampoline injuries in the United States. That doesn't surprise me. And about 150 dustpan injuries. Hey, trust me on that one. That's real. Have you ever been injured with a dustpan? Have I ever? Or does dustpan just cause anxiety? Mine likes to fall off the wall, so I mean, injury. Yeah. Slice your toe yeah, off. Can we I go guess. back to the trampoline thing for a minute? Sure, of course. I, I was told by someone, I really forget who it was, that you have a, a story about as you <laughs> as a young child. <laughs> oh, so now it comes <laughs> out. Now, now you you were talking, you were talking, um, it's been a few weeks ago that you had a conversation with my dad. That's who it was. At his office. That's who it was. And you wouldn't tell me. And I didn't pry very hard. I was running through the ideas of what he made shared with you. And so I know that's one of them. Now now it comes out. I just waited for you to bring it up. I wouldn't be thematic. Uh, Dennis, I have offered Uh many times on the show, Uh I have offered to give trampoline lessons to young kids because I know. What not to do on the trampoline. Don't forget, you must always remember to turn over. Mr. Buckle, sir, hope you are listening, Are you still sir. teaching your classes? I, no no one calls because I think I've done a good job of educating okay. everyone. You must I didn't remember know if COVID to turn was forcing over. you to cancel on this. Well, I mean, it was a brief pause because brief of pause, that. Okay. But, hey, we have not done the water cooler question in a while. That's and uh, we've, been, we've been amping up the prize packages. And I, I'm going to continue to do this today. Um, just to reward you for your patience. This is going to be two tickets to Holiday World, two tickets to Beach Bend, and two tickets to Kentucky Kingdom. Oh, wow. If you can solve today's water cooler question by calling 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000, I think we all can probably relate to this one. A survey found this is the most annoying habit of bad neighbors. This is the most annoying habit of bad neighbors. What is it? 270-259-6000. Can I call? Dennis wrote down the first thing, and I'll bet he has it correct. Because I know he has some especially... uh, Some neighbors that... Across the street, right? ...fit this criteria. And they're probably going to say it's us. Did I... <laughs> uh-huh. 
<laughs> a survey found this is the most annoying habit of bad neighbors. That's, again, I say, can I call? What is it? 270-259-6000. No, you cannot. You cannot just... call. Well, uh, did you hear who won yesterday? I did. Well, I I was given a I was given an explanation of the methodology on on how the winner like happened, but I didn't I I was not told the exact name. It wasn't me. Is that fair enough? Let's just say the person that you might be talking about this with the person sitting to my right won. Legitly. Yes. Without without he a He was first caller number twelve. And, and then he, when he called back he was seventeen. We did call her seventeen yesterday. That was a I think he was cheating. <laughs> I, I, I don't what? know. I mean I'm I didn't answer the phone. Uh let's go to Tammy. Uh Tammy will go Good morning, Tammy. How are you? I'm good, how are you? Doing very well. Do you have lots of neighbors, Tammy? Yes. Okay, yeah. so you must, I'm sure you know the answer to this then, because surely you've got some that meet this criteria. A survey found this is the most annoying habit of bad neighbors. What is it? Well, I have lots of answers, but my number one answer would be being nosy. Being nosy <laughs> is correct. Being too nosy. Nosy, rosy neighbors. Is that what you wrote, Dennis? We can't see it. Being uh, nosy. Being nosy. Nosy, nosy, I drew nosy. a nose, and I spelled it two I, different I, ways. I, Joey Snyder probably would say that you're the nosy one. Well, it's guess. actually Trey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tammy, congratulations. Hold on. Uh, Princess Tiana is going to get some information from you. Enjoy your summer travel and uh, winning the tickets there. I put unmanicured lawn and <laughs> too loud. Both answers were a couple of letters off. Could have been nosy or noisy. Mm-hmm. Right, I had too loud on yeah, mine. Yeah. I, either mm-hmm. one would have been. Uh, either one would have been very fitting for the correct answer. So there you go. Water cooler awesome. question for today. Made a big winner. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. You know, we got a new holiday over the weekend. Last mm-hmm. week, got a new federal holiday that was designated. So I would ask you, if you were in charge of creating a new holiday, what it would it be and how would it be celebrated? I've got two answers right off the bat. Whoa. Oh, good. Super Bowl Monday. Day after the you know recovery day, you're not for moving the Super Bowl to Saturday. You're no, you're yeah, for no, no, Super no, no, Bowl no. Monday. Super okay. Bowl Monday. Yeah. All right, and then uh, March Madness Thursday and Friday. First two days of the NCAA tournament should be two federal holidays, so I can stay at home and watch all the games all day. And if you had to pick between the two, what would you pick? Between either Super Bowl Monday or March Madness, mm-hmm. probably March Madness because I know my Bengals will never make the Super Bowl. Yeah, I um. I'm with you, and I'm kind of observing Thursday and Friday of the March Madness anyway, although this year was different because I didn't have a rooting mm-hmm. interest. And it was so weird, it all being played in Indiana. and it was, well, mm-hmm. be, I'll be ready to get the normal NCAA tournament um, schedule and process back. Dennis, you? Uh, National Shaved Ice Day. Uh, <laughs> what day is that? I'm thinking the first day of well, summer. I thought that started Memorial Day and went to Labor Day. Oh, that's right. I meant... National Shaved Ice six months. Um, mm-hmm. and I, was, I was also thinking about a day um, set aside for parents, Parents' Day. 
We have Grandparents' Day. Mm-hmm. Is we that- have Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. We have Father's Day. But what about Parents' Day? Surely there is one. We just don't know about it. Yeah. Exactly. Let's make it known. Okay. So do a better job of creating awareness for Parents' Day. Yes, because being a parent is hard. All right. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Huh. Okay. I I am sort of envious of... July the 25th is Parents' July Day. July the 25th. Okay, so that's a Sunday. The fourth Sunday and, in July. And it's the first Sunday of the Games of the Tokyo Olympics. There you go. That's how you can celebrate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a trip to Tokyo? Nope, they won't let you in. Nope. I would like to do a better job of celebrating Festivus. <laughs> I think that I think that in in the coming years, decades from now, I think Festivus may be a thing, a very tongue in cheek thing. The way that Dennis, you know, you've got people who are in the A Christmas Story Club, sure. and you've got people who are not in the A Christmas Story Club. I think that as we age and we go through time, I think those of us who who were dyed in the wool Seinfeld people right. are going to make a more of an effort to celebrate. Festivus for the rest mm-hmm. of us. That, it, exactly. Well, to be clear, May the 4th has only gotten to be a much bigger deal in the last 10 years, even though Star Wars is 40 years old. That's true. So I think that there are things in the future for Festivus that we we might not understand today. It gives us something to look forward to. I'm okay with that. On television tonight, two, uh, two, more, two of the Manning brothers you don't normally see together on television, Peyton and Cooper. Are hosting I a feel bad for Cooper a re- reboot of the um, on NBC a revival of the classic game show featuring teams of students contestants representing American universities. Well, I like Peyton. Peyton's you we yeah. mentioned in the break. Yeah. Funny people. Peyton's really funny. Yeah. Here's the one of the interesting things about Cooper is I've seen him in the promo, mm-hmm. but here in the description about the show, he's not even listed. Only Peyton Manning uh, is listed on the. But, I didn't know there was a Cooper. Yes. I think Cooper's son is now the next coming of the Manning name. Arch. He's going to be the next. Yeah, he's playing in Louisiana right now because I think it's all the big. Does he go to Tennessee? Does he go to Ole Miss? Where does he go? Oh, yeah. Does he go to be. LSU? You know, could be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, Kentucky. Where did Archie played at Ole Miss? I don't even. I can't remember where. It's, it's been so long ago. I mean, I know where where Eli went. and know where Peyton went. Today is uh, today's highlight in history. This date, nineteen seventy. Yeah, Ole Miss. Yeah, that's why, and that because that's why Eli went there is because Archie went there. When Peyton didn't, they had to give him. They had to give him one son. <laughs> today's highlight in history. This date, nineteen seventy. President Nixon signed an extension of the Voting Rights Act that lowered the minimum voting age to eighteen. In eighteen seventy, the United States Department of Justice was created. Birthdays today. Diane Feinstein is 88 today. I mention that because of another one I'm about to mention in a moment. Chris Christopherson is 85 today. News analyst Britt Hume is 78. Elizabeth Warren, senator from Massachusetts, is 72 today. Diane Feinstein and Elizabeth Warren share a birthday. I'll tell you, Elizabeth Warren, for the most part, she looks decent for 72. I mean, she doesn't look quite that old. Whoa, Sam. Does she? Calm down. I mean... She wears sneakers. Right? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disputing a word that you're saying. I. That I would like. I. I've got a Trump card up my sleeve that I would love to throw 
at that. <laughs> but I, I think I know where you're going. But I'm but. not going to. Uh, Britt Hume is 78 today. Meryl Streep, I mentioned Britt Hume. Meryl Streep is 72 today. Cindy Lauper is 68. Aaron Brockovich is 61. Wow. Dan Brown is 57. And Carson Daly, TV personality, is uh, 48 today. He's what on the Today Show, but also host of America's Got Talent, I believe. Bill, Bl- uh, no, he's host of The Voice. I was going to say, Got America's Talent. Got Talent's Terry yeah, Crews, He's right? host of The Voice, yes. Bill Blast, 1922. Ed Bradley, 1941. What's the shaved ice flavor of the day? Shaved ice flavor of today will be Dreamsicle. <laughs> well done on the spur of the moment. Put you on the spot. My favorite. A place 1954, Archie Blyer was Daly. number one. Do you, do you not like Carson Daly? Or? No, he finds, he finds Carson Daly dreamy, <laughs> dream sickly. <laughs> I can't get into Hernando's hideaway. I don't know. Oh. The, the, the little percussion in the background wasn't too bad. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mind those that. Things. I don't know what you call those. Jimmy Chungus. Oh. Gonna put me I love this. Oh, yeah. 1963. Yes. Gonna make the this was one of our good friend Steve Meredith, the late Steve Meredith. He would oh. always play this on his show that he hosted at Bowling Green. Because mm-hmm. on Thursdays, it would be movie day. And this was the, the song every Thursday. So every, time, every time I hear this, I think, uh-oh, it's Steve Meredith and Michael Compton coming on to, to talk movies. Gonna be a big star. I was in a movie last year, and I sang this as I walked on the set. Yeah. When's that movie going to premiere, by the way? October. Sing Good. Again. Neil Diamond's Song Sung Blue, 1972. Song Sung Blue. Setting box office records everywhere. If this. we make it to the box office. Not sure we're going to be there quite yet. Straight to VHS. <laughs> hey, don't knock it. <laughs> 1981, Stars on 45, the Stars on 45 medley. This has large 70s flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, you missed, we got Funky Town yesterday. Ooh, That's right. You're going to take me to Funky Town. Yeah. Poison Bell Bib DeVoe, number one in 90. I Wanted That Way, Backstreet Boys in 99. Carrie Underwood, last name in 08. And Bruno Mars, That's What I Like in 2017. God, I felt like that song was older. I miss Bell Bib DeVoe. Ah, sugar. Poison. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Uh, George Carlin passed this day. I don't remember the year, but uh, there are a bunch of George Carlin... um, Quotes that are floating around today. There are some good ones. Uh, we were talking about the 24-hour work week earlier. George Carlin said, by the way, Dennis, thanks for coming in. My pleasure. Thank Look you. forward to seeing you again uh, real soon. George Carlin said, most people work just hard enough not to get fired and are paid just enough money to not quit. <laughs> most people work just hard enough to not get fired and are paid just enough money not to quit. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.